Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice, but from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne, and I am the lead pastor, that is the preaching pastor, of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Executive pastor, that is... Yes, man. That thanks what it is. Right. Uh, you are the yes man to the lead pastor. I think that's what executive pastor. Ah, uh, this I ain't no Sutton Turner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, executive pastor is it should never be the yes man. The executive pastors are the ones that make everybody else uncomfortable because they're going. This is the way we're supposed to do things. I guys. find <laughs> if I'm not fighting with Joe or anybody else, I'm not doing my job. Yeah. If I'm not, if you're not, if you're not applying pressure, <laughs> and if I, if people are not irritated with me. Like, here he comes. Here comes the executive <laughs> pastor. Oh, hey, Jimmy. What's up, man? Hey, hey. hey, hey. I got to go. Man. I'm sorry. No time oh, to talk today. But, but, I'm sorry. But why don't we go ahead and I would review love that to, last I, session I, I of yours? I would love to I review feel, with you. But I feel like that last session, though. Ministry, it was, counseling, yeah, stuff. So it felt like that last session, though, was lacking in substance <laughs> mm, and yeah. quality. Yeah. Okay. Now, no, can we go over your notes, though? Maybe yeah. let's take a, take, well, take know, a look. Because it feels like it didn't really fit into the overall mission and vision But they're in my mind. And I can't really download them for you and show them to you. But I think you understand. I think we're on the same Page? Oh, I think we're on the same page. No, no, I think we're good. Well, All right, cool. I need to see Appreciate page, you, bro. But guess what? Though? So grateful. I guess I, I, I can. You can share my Wi-Fi and download that uh, <laughs> that document right now for our review. <laughs> That's not at all ever what it's really like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially when the best is like, nah, nah. I got it. Don't worry. Oh, that's when I worry. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I love the show me that you got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't. What? No, I was gonna say I, you I pause too much. I do, but I'm trying to word it in the right way. Don't worry about it because our people don't care. No, I know. See dead air. It is dead air. I think that's always a telltale sign, and I don't understand why people get can get like maybe it's insecurity. They get defensive, or they're pushback. Like when you ask for like, "Hey, back up what you just said mm-hmm. and what your request is." Oh yeah, and it's like, well, no, I just it's like, well, no, just trust me. It's like, no, no, it's not a question of whether or not I trust you. Yeah, it's a question of my role is to mm-hmm. verify and and to go through this so yeah. that I'm accountable. Right to the congregation that's expecting me to know that what we're talking about, you know, what, what we're doing right. is exactly what we're doing. I have, there, there's no misunderstanding in my mind, executive pastors. And again, this is not a biblical subset of elder that the scripture requires it, but it is reflected in mm-hmm. that in the el- Holy Trinity. It is reflected in that the elders are to exercise oversight. Right. And so some of us may be more gifted in, in oversight than others, like, just like some of us may be more gifted in preaching than other mm-hmm, elders. Mm-hmm. And so an, a, a pastor that's exercising pro- pro- proper oversight and, you know, management of, of, mm-hmm. of the, and stewardship of the ministries, you are the guys that want to and need to understand and be able to explain what and why. Mm-hmm. What we did and why we did it. Yeah. And uh, if you don't have all the info, you can't I, I do can't that. I can't give that answer. And oftentimes the guys that are g- making the ask don't have the why. They just have the what. Yeah. They're just like, well, no, this is what I want. Like, about why? Oh, that's well, cool. You know, it's, it's, you know. Yeah. Hmm. It's like, and, and, yeah, I mean, just even recently, uh, I was talking with a friend. You don't, okay, good. Huh? Wait, am I that friend? No, okay. no, no. And and so there, uh, there was just a request and everything. And I was like, no, it's all great. I, I just need the documentation mm-hmm. to show, like, the due diligence was done. Yeah. And man, I got no problem with that. Let's go for it. Right. You know? And, uh, and I, yeah, maybe, maybe people push back against that in the church because it's prevalent in, you know, the secular world as far as 
people's employment, right? Like your employment, you're supposed to justify and you feel like that justification is a cover your rear kind of a right. thing. But it's it's for us, you know, in the church, it's it's definitely going through the due diligence and yeah. being a good steward. Yeah. And of the funds that have been entrusted. Right. Yeah. And listen, uh, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's not to restrict, um, listen, I'm sure in some churches it is. I'm sure some churches oh, yeah. are awful. Yeah. Some but, churches are. Yeah. But in a, in a, in a healthy church and a happy church, it's like, no, we just, we just want to know how you got there. That's like, it. It's like, listen, show us. And here's the thing. This is what I've always heard. And this is what I've heard the elders say to other ministry leaders or ministry heads uh, in our church. Uh, they're like, okay, um, what, you, how much do you want in the budget for your ministry? Mm-hmm. Okay, well then you got to show us, you know, what you're spending. You got to, yeah. you got what, what were the needs? What were the expenditures? Yep. You guys aren't even mad if a if a if a guy goes over his budget some because it's like, oh, now we know. Yeah, our lead pastor does you, it all. Often. Would, yeah, they, they, you do get mad at me about that, but because. <laughs> <laughs> But 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 no, it's, it's like you're not you don't you don't chide people no because their ministry thing exceeded it. It's no. like okay, well let's just look at it, and if that's all justified, then we're going to increase the budget. Then well, yeah, let's get yeah. going. Listen, I've, I've made the jokes about the office, but that office surplus uh, for those that, that for those of you that know, you know that episode that that cold mm. opening is so true when it comes to the church. Okay, nobody knows what you're talking. about. Oh, yeah, they all know. Nobody knows. Explain they, it to me like I'm five, Joe. Yeah, again, don't get the reference. <laughs> let's just say I know he said that on there, but I don't let's get just the let's just let's just say you have a lemonade stand. Okay, okay. Yeah. And mommy and daddy give you ten dollars for your lemonade uh, stand to buy yeah. to get your water, your lemon, your sugar. Right? You you were like your cups. You were like, but it only costs with you your $9. references. It only costs you nine dollars. You're like Mitch Hedberg. And so next year, that, like, there's a small group of people summer. that really love you, and the rest of us are like, I don't get it. Don't so care. next summer, you'll be six. Mm. And when you want to go to mommy and daddy and ask for money, they're going to give yeah. you nine, thinking mm. that's what it costs. Now I'm so wishing, you want to spend that I'm dollar. I'm really wishing we didn't warm up. We, we, <laughs> we had to spend like 30 minutes because we're both so exhausted and tired. We, it's early morning on a Saturday when we're recording this. And we're like, okay, let's... Uh, and so we sat down and we just talk and drink coffee, even with the mics hot and with yeah, our yeah. ear, uh, ear, 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 earbuds, earphones, headphones yeah, on. There. And uh, just so that we get comfortable and get kind of amped and now i'm wishing we didn't because you're too chatty no i just i just say that's a surplus well listen um what i would really wish would happen is that during this podcast god's will would be done and not your will be done that's what uh, i'm wishing i feel like every time on the podcast it's the lord's will be done and not mine well it's 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 god's will in that uh, he has decreed whatsoever comes to pass but it's not always in line with his prescriptive will if you know what i'm saying oh mm-hmm. yes yes i do so joe we're going to be looking at yep. question 110 that's right of the baptist catechism mm-hmm. and it says this what do we pray for in the third petition and remember we're going through the prayer here right which prayer the Lord's Prayer. Oh. Yeah. Well, you said the prayer. Well, yeah, the prayer. Well, there's a bunch of prayers a in the Bible. Bible. Well, not, a bunch. The prayer. The prayer. This is, it's not, never mind, dang it. Yeah, it's not really his prayer. No, because there's like the high priestly prayer. Yeah, that's his prayer. That's, that's the his Lord's prayer. prayer. I know. I was like, oh, never mind. This, we call this, the, we should call this the disciples' prayer. The disciples' yeah. prayer, yeah. yeah. All right. But so, still good. Go. Yeah. Uh, We're doing what, the Lord's Prayer. Lord's Prayer. The prayer. The prayer. What do we pray for in the third petition? You just read that. Yep. In the third petition, which is, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we pray that God, by his grace, would make us able and willing to know, obey, and submit to his will in all things as the angels do in heaven. Boom. Boom. 
Ah, I like that. That's good. Yeah, That's you like helpful. that? Mm-hmm. It's a good thing because... Why, why, why is it helpful? You oh, said it's helpful. Because uh, your favorite spiritual guru, Henry Blackaby, uh, you like him <laughs> Dude, and his... I mentioned, you know, oh, I think, twice. Yeah, yeah twice is. Twice, twice too often. You twice like, oh, six, man. How many years uh, have we been doing what, this? What was, his pro, what was his little package deal called? What was it called? Uh, what was it? Like hold on, hold fresh on. Fresh Wind, Fresh Fire? No. No, no that's the no, other guy. No. Knowing God. No, no, it's not Knowing God. That Yes. No. Yes, it is. All right. Henry. Blackaby. Black. I think it was Knowing God. Abby, I don't think that's right. Black, Henry, oh, Henry Blackaby. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Experiencing God. I knew ah, you were wrong. Experiencing God. Yeah, knowing God is Jay oh, Packer. Well, the, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, the, who's, I knew you, you were wrong. You said fresh wind, fresh fire. Oh, I'm just trying to throw you off. <laughs> and it worked. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, victory. <laughs> Executive pastor, my rear end. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. Uh, Joe, we need to go over your budget. Oh, shoot. He's back. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So, Henry Black would be good guy, loves the Lord. All that stuff's great. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but a lot of guys start to talk about God's will in some pretty strange ways and uh, in the Lord's Prayer and of course in the Reformed tradition and explanation of the Lord's Prayer and of these concepts I think we have a lot more clarity so I'm excited to get into this mm-hmm. so Jimmy it's um, in this third petition right this this um, this prayer that Jesus teaches us to pray we are supposed to be praying God may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven mm-hmm. and so whatever God's will is it's being done in heaven it's, it's perfectly carried out in heaven. Yeah, it's already decreed. It's already established. Now, apparently, it's not being perfectly carried out down here on earth. How because, bizarre. Because like it's it's happening up there, Yeah, but it's not but happening down here. I wonder what the difference is. Okay. You know what the difference is? Uh, you. Executive. Oh. Oh. Ex- I was going to say executive pastor. <laughs> I was going to say lead pastor. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, us. Us. Yeah, sinners. Mankind. Uh, yeah. Uh, fallen humanity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... When we talk about God's will, sometimes people think like, oh, well, the will of God are the things that he commands us to do, right? Ten commandments, this is God's will. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other times we think like, oh, well, God's will is his um, is sovereign will. It's it's what he has decreed to come to pass. It's the it's his sovereignty exercised, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, these are the two ways that the Bible does talk about God's will. So just as a frame of reference, and if you're reading pretty much any good systematic theology... Well, gonna... and Steve McCoy right now is a little bit confused oh, on, on, these, on these two yeah. aspects of it. So okay. can you please break it down? Explain okay. to him like he's five. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll McCoy it. McCoy it. So... Um, and and different these these are not my uh, words for it, but to help remember that the two wills of God or the the two ways in which God's will is spoken of in mm-hmm, Scripture mm-hmm. is to say He has a will of decree and a will of duty, or a will of purpose and a will of precept. We've talked about this on the yes. podcast before. So sometimes uh, God's will is spoken of as that which He has decreed. Uh, that which is going to come to pass, his sovereign will, uh, or his will of purpose. And this is always done, mm-hmm. right? This is always carried out perfectly uh, because no one can stop the hand of God. So, you know, you you look at, uh, at different passages in Scripture that speak to uh, God's sovereignty and his will being done. Um, you can... You, you can see it reflected in, um, oh, say it was, uh, it was the will of the Lord to crush Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, how is that? Isn't, isn't murder wrong? Mm-hmm. Isn't, the, isn't the abuse of the innocent wrong? And yet uh, Christ was innocent and was abused and murdered. But the will that's being spoken of there is uh, his sovereign will. It was, it was his will of decree. And so th- 
throughout Scripture, we see this aspect of, of God and His interaction with humanity, uh, His will that uh, always comes to pass. No one can stop it. Mm-hmm. But then there is this will of um, duty or His will of precept, which is the commands of God, Ten Commandments and things like that. And so um, you can think of First Thessalonians 4, uh, where Paul says, this is the will of God, your sanctification, that is, that you abstain from sexual immorality. So, mm. okay, what's will, God's will? Well, self-control, uh, you know, submit yourself to his lordship, uh, know how to possess your vessel in honor, uh, do not defile the marriage bed, right? Uh, you know, do not commit adultery, to be very specific with the law. So when we're talking about this, like this particular prayer, um, and, or this particular petition, uh, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, it is his will of precept that we're talking about because his will of decree is always done yes. on earth as it is in heaven. You don't need to pray for that because that it's happening. Mm-hmm. What we pray for is that his will of precept would be done on earth as it is in heaven because in heaven, the holy angels perfectly carry out God's will, mm-hmm. his laws, his commands, his, his will for them. Uh, everything runs according to plan. Down here, they don't, so we pray that this would. That is the particular aspect of God's will that we're praying about here. Mm. So now we can start to look at this, right? Um, that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray that by God's grace... Um, we would be able and willing to know, obey, and submit to his will in all things. And I love that, uh, that sense of able and mm-hmm. willing, yeah. right? Being able, I mean, because of uh, our stubbornness, because of our, mm-hmm. our hard-heartedness, um, we naturally are inclined against God and against his will and against right. his decree and against following his ways because we'd rather follow our own, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, and so, yeah. And <laughs> They're so, easier. Yeah. Uh, but that we would be able, but then it's not just, it's like once we're able, once the heart's been changed, once our affections have changed, yep. uh, then there's that willingness because we want to then. We desire that which is best yeah. and, and supreme um, and knowing that, the decree of the Lord is what is best and supreme uh, for us. So being able and willing to not just, so to to know, obey, and submit to his will. Yeah. yeah. I love those. I, it's funny because the, the wording is able and willing. And for some reason in my mind, I prefer to think of it as willing, willing and, and able, able right? Yeah. Because I, you can you can want to, but not have the ability to. Yeah. Right? Um and but you can also of course have the ability to but not want to. I just prefer it the other way around. Mm-hmm. But the idea is, is that yeah, I, I like that you're you're emphasizing that. It's not just that we ask that God would give us the capacity to do it, but the heart to do it. Yeah. It's both. It's yeah. both to know and obey and submit to God's will. So to know God's will, uh, you know, obviously it 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 has to mean more than merely you know, download the document, right? It's more than just being familiar with the commands. Uh, It means to understand the commands and their implications, right? It's to, it's to know like, okay, God says, um, uh, don't commit adultery, but I know that that means more than that. Yeah. It means, oh, I I should also not lust in my heart. Or it's like, hey, I shouldn't bear false witness against my neighbor, but it also means I should stick up for people when they're being lied about. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 That sort of a thing. So to, we should be, you know, willing and able to, to know uh, God's will and obey God's will. So yeah, it's not just enough to know those implications mm-hmm. and how it works out, right. but then it should manifest itself in action, yeah. right? in action, uh, 
which is obedience, active, mm-hmm. or our active obedience to what God has decreed. Yeah. Like the Pharisees knew God's will and the demons know God's will. Yeah. Like, and we all know God's will. Like to, to a, listen, if you're, if you're going to a Bible church, Baptist church, mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you have a pretty clear picture of what God's will is in scripture. Yeah. You know, you understand the 10 commandments, yep. even though you probably can't cite all 10. Oh, here we go. Just say you should be able to cite all 10. You're Baptist. You can't cite all 10 commandments. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're a new covenant theologian, you don't care. You hate God's law, but uh, you don't think there's any relevance, but I mean, the rest of us, um, but yeah, to know it is, you know, is easier, but to obey it means like, oh, wow, I actually want to conform mm-hmm, to God's mm-hmm. will. And then and it uses that word, you know, and submit, yeah. right? To just like Jesus did, you know, I have not come to do my will, but the will of my Father who is in heaven. Yeah. Uh, Jesus shows us the, a perfect example of that. And so it's, yeah, to, to know God's law, to obey God's law. And I think for me, when I think about submission, it's like, okay, I'm not obeying out of a sense of mere duty, but mm. there's a willingness. It's not against my will. Uh, it's my will is being conformed to God's will. And so in saying I submit to it, it's like, oh, I willingly place God's law in my heart above my own laws. So I like that all three are put in there together. This is what happens in heaven with the angels. We're praying that this would happen down here. So my question, Jimmy, is mm, mm. what does this practically look like in terms of our prayers? Like We pray this big picture prayer, which is great. We should. But in our lives, when we're praying, God, may your will be done on earth. So, okay, Let's get more specific. Instead of just saying on earth, maybe we can think of, oh, in my family mm-hmm. or in my church yeah. or in my work. Like, yeah. So what can you, what are some ways in which this might Yeah, I mean, an about? example, I think, um, an example I could think of is, I mean, scripture talks about just that co- the community of the saints, right? Mm-hmm. The community of the saints gathering together, worshiping God, uh, praising him and living in fellowship with one another. Mm-hmm. Well, part of praying uh, that your will be done on earth as, as it is in heaven is then extending hospitality and mm. fellowship with other believers That's good. Uh, around you, extending uh, fellowship and hospitality, getting to know other saints that, that uh, maybe you were not inclined to get to know, right? Mm-hmm. Getting to know different, uh, different individuals that maybe are in different life stages than we are, right? right. Because there is no distinction there, right? Like mm-hmm. we are all bought by, by his blood and gathered together by, by one God and we worship one God. And so together then it doesn't matter whether they're young or old, whether they're a bit more conservative or uh, high strung or whatever you want to say, right? Like if they have a different sense of humor, you're not going to jive with everybody. Like not everyone's going to mesh and be like buddy, 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 best mm-hmm. friends. Right. But you still can extend fellowship and hospitality and get to know your other brothers and sisters in Christ. And I think that that's um, part part of the issue here is recognizing that God's will has broad application and very specific application, mm-hmm. very narrow application. And the broad application is the easier stuff. But when you start looking at your own life and your own church and your own relationships, you start looking at an issue like hospitality and you go, okay, wow, I actually... It's not just that I need to do these things. I need to pray that these things actually happen because I need God's grace. Yes. So it's it's not just like, oh, I'm just going to do it. Well, okay, that's good. You should do it, but you're you're going to need divine assistance to do it, especially if you're looking at areas of your life where you may be weak. Yep. And so like I I think about it like this. Like uh people have hearts and burdens, right, for various issues. And so let's say um human trafficking mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. something that's close to your heart and you're just you want to see it 
eradicated. You're just, you're burdened and you're hurting for those that are oppressed or racism or whatever the issue is, right? Um, so when you pray for those things, you are in effect praying, God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But this is a helpful way of framing it or thinking about it because you're not just praying, oh, I don't like this thing and this is a bad thing and it hurts people. Uh, I want it to go away. That's true. But you're above that Mm -hmm. praying, God, this is an offense to you. Yeah. This hurts people. But what makes it even more sinful, more evil is that it's offensive to your holiness, like even more egregious. And so like you're praying for God's glory as well as the good of mankind. And so your will be done on earth as it is in heaven applies to all of these things. So these, these, what we would consider to be social or civil matters, um, or even political matters, because we're not just talking about, oh, it's a, it's an extrapolated political ideology that doesn't have anything to do with people. We're, as Christians, we think about people and the consequences that people face. So mm. we actually care when we're mm-hmm. talking about things like freedom mm-hmm. and liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these are things that are supposed to be American values. And so, yeah, we care about that. And this is why a lot of people on both sides of, of political debate uh, who are Christians can feel so passionately about it because they recognize that there's a way in which this, this principle of liberty is being violated. And either sometimes we misunderstand and sometimes we properly understand the the application of this, but this is why a lot of people, a lot of Christians, get so amped up because they they see that there's a there's some kind of a connection. And instead of remaining grounded in the gospel, and instead of remaining grounded in the church and in who God has called us to be, mm-hmm. and praying that God's will would be done on earth as it is in heaven, as it relates to these matters, uh, we begin to ground ourselves in. The political party. Yeah, political ideology. Oh, yeah. And the social movement. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, this is where, okay, so God, now bless my people, bless this group. Like that's yeah. kind of the, so I, I, the Lord's Prayer is just a constant help for me to reframe everything and to get us back on track, uh, not just for our prayer lives, because that's the thing. Uh, something like this teaches us how to pray, mm-hmm. but it also teaches us how to be. Yeah, it how to live. How to live, right? Because it's like, oh, this is, this is, Praying like this is supposed to flow from faith, which the faith that defines me. And so I'm learning to depend upon God, to rely upon God, and to see God in all things um, as I'm praying. Right. So prayer should not just be like, I want this, gimme, gimme. It should be, Lord, I see you, and I see this world, and I see myself, so here are my needs. Can you lead me through it all? Well, we'd love to hear thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrFotion.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that first part every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. We've also got that all-access exclusive content. We got Banter of Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom Monday through Friday. Head on over to DrFotion.com slash all-access to sign up today. Later. Thank you.